You want to do the intro today? <laughs> That's good. That was good for the first note. Just do the rest of them. Welcome to Case of the X podcast, breakup advice for the brokenhearted and the heart. This, my name is V. Yo, bitch, call me Big Dad. And this is Matt, guys, still straight out of the ATL. How's everyone doing? Hopefully, since the last episode, everyone has been having a good day, a week, a month. Thriving and surviving. Right. How are you, V? I am sleeping. Uh, Heard. I am good otherwise. It's rainy here. Is it rainy there? Not yet. I've, I have the feeling it's it's going to happen. Either that or it's going to get really cold for no reason or both. But no rain has hit as of yet. Oh, she's see. How you feeling, girl? I'm okay. I am feeling like life is trying to teach me a lesson and I'm attempting to sit still so that I can learn it. What's the lesson? Is the lesson to sit still? Uh, I don't think the lesson is to sit still. I just think that I'm not hearing it or absorbing it. So I'm sitting still in order to like, okay, what am I supposed to be getting from this situation right now? Mm. Um, I haven't figured quite out what it is, but I feel like it's something because things just keep happening. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I need to calm down, not calm down because I'm not like, frantic or anything but uh-huh I, I'm missing something okay. and I need to stop and reflect huh. to see if I can see what it is or just stop and see if I can see what it is for like or what it was like for the future or whatever like I just need to stop because obviously I'm not getting it you know what do you need to stop I just think that I'm busy a lot more or I'm starting to become more busy and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but clearly it's not necessarily a good thing either. So every opportunity, every situation is not beneficial for me. Oh, and yeah. I need to start being more, obviously I need to be more like circumspect about where I'm going and what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. overall, even before we get to the process of like, oh, yay or nay or things, I am receiving things or opportunities are coming my way mm-hmm. and I need to start being like more in tune with why they're not good for me and maybe like why they're why am I attracting these opportunities mm-hmm. so what's going on with me I can't extern like I can't control like external forces of course but what am I doing that these situations are coming to me hmm. so yeah I'm just taking a little break I guess the best way to say it okay yeah okay. nothing terrible nothing like crazy is happening to me, guys. It sounds good yeah. it's just growth yeah sometimes it just I like I feel like I've said this before but sometimes people have to like some people have to go through more difficult things because they're hard-headed <laughs> I am hard-headed mm-hmm. so Sometimes I have to go through things two or three times before I'm like, oh, no. oh, okay, I get it now. So 
instead of me having to go through something a bunch of times this time, I'm I'm really gonna settle in <laughs> and examine, which is like my best thing and my least favorite thing to do, if that makes any sense. I think it's everybody's least favorite thing to do. <clears throat> In this area that these opportunities are arising, do you know what you want it to look like? Um, yeah, I feel like I know what I want it to look like when I go into these situations. I mm-hmm. have an incredible ability to create a fantasy ideal, you know, goal moment for the situation. Now, do those things come to fruition all the time? No. And should they come to fruition all the time? Maybe not. Maybe that is part of the lesson as well. So mm-hmm. I am picking the strings apart to to untangle the knot little by little. And hopefully I will start to get more clarity as I go. Okay. I wish you the best, my love. Thank you. And um... thank you. Thank you. I hope that everything that is supposed to happen is what happens and that the things that are a waste of your time do not have the opportunity to waste your time. I appreciate it. Of course. I do take that in. If you guys hear little gurgles, it's my tummy. Uh, Lord. I haven't eaten yet. (laughs) No, I'll be fine. Yes. Okay. It's far worse if I eat. So it's me trying to conceal the crunching. Uh, (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) I just wait. It's okay. I was so concerned about the time today because I was just like, I know it's daylight savings. Yeah. I didn't realize that until about an hour after I woke up. (laughs) And I was like, wait, I know she said it for this time, but did she really mean it for that time? And, And should I be like ready earlier or later like I'm confused then I had to remember that calendar is for boo I mean yeah but in my head I was like should I trust the electronic like oh goodness oh I get it okay like did it switch over when it made the um would it switch over when you made it like or did it switch over today or did it Mm -hmm. recognize that it needed to update or I was like ah but you being you you're always on time so how could I'm I possibly? There you go, but oh I'm gosh, throwback. <laughs> back. But I definitely heard a rumor that daylight savings time was ending. I feel like they've been saying that for like three years. Oh, okay. This is my first. They haven't put it out of here. its misery yet. So, because it's completely ridiculous at this point, right? Yeah. Like yeah, it serves no circles. Yeah, it serves no true purpose anymore as far as I know I haven't really googled I don't know like I thought it was like because of the the shape and the way the earth moves like it's to adjust whatever the fuck I don't really care like just <laughs> keep the time right I don't know I don't know whatever they're gonna do I just hate having to remember it. and then like re-getting into the rhythm of with my sleep and just being up it's better I guess in the spring and the summer because you gain an hour right versus spring well what we're doing now is we're springing forward so we lose an hour we lost an hour last night so you got uh, one less hour of sleep okay so if this were yesterday it would be 10 20 I mean 9 20 what time is it where you are what the fuck I don't know it's 12 20 here now 11 20 okay I got what you're saying today was yesterday so yeah I don't feel it sometimes some years I do feel it like I'll go to sleep and I'll wake up and I'll be like what the actual 
F-U-C-K. Like, I'm tired and I'm cranky and I know I went to bed on time. Lord, yeah, it's, just, it's the, 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 the time change. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> I just heard, I heard this rumor, so I was just like, huh, I wonder if it, it's true this time. But I guess if it was true, I, it would be more in the news. As soon as they drop the hammer and I hear the news, I'll text you. Thanks. For cheesy. Right. And I'll be like, it changes absolutely nothing. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The world is still spinning. All right. So this week's topic, guys, is insecurity. Boo. Thumbs down. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. (laughs) V picked this topic. Yeah. So I'll let me kick it off. Uh, Yeah. I just feel like we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, And it's a big thing. So I guess like what I wanted to start off with, because I have mixed feelings about the the word and what I feel like the connotation is that it comes with. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, let me look the hoe up okay. so I can get the exact meaning and not what it could have come to mean or, you know, what it might mean in society or whatever. So I looked it up and the meaning of insecurity as far as a person feeling that way is referring to like just a person feeling not confident or assured, uncertain and anxious. That's exactly what it says. Thank you, Webster, for your dictionary. Wow. (laughs) For your dictionary. Did I say it that way? I felt like you did. Oh, I think I did mentally, so maybe it came out that way. <laughs> All right. I am still five. Mm-hmm. It's precious. And two, at any given time, it's really a toss-up as to which adult, which childish age you're going to get that day. Mm. But I don't know. Like I feel like it's a word that has come with such negativity as far as relationships are concerned. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's gotten a bad rap a little bit um because of that when it's really just a feeling and like people feel shit you know but uh I guess it's what you do with the feeling as with anything in a relationship that matters you know so right I guess I'll ask you Mm -hmm. has insecurity ever caused a breakup for you like your insecurity or someone else's insecurity specifically I don't think so mostly because I can't speak for the other parties, you know, like mm-hmm. that's for their reasoning. I myself don't recall like insecurity being a reason for me wanting to break up with someone. Mm-hmm. Have I, I mean, I've definitely had insecurities in my past relationship, but it has never, to my knowledge, been a catalyst for me breaking up. Mm. yeah and I don't think that my girlfriends and boyfriends in the past my exes why couldn't I think of that word there um, it is <laughs> you found it Jeez, like I said I don't I can't speak for them necessarily in their reasoning for why they ended relationships with me mm-hmm. but I don't know if insecurity played a factor into it like when the ones that did break up with me for whatever reason I'm trying to think like one was like a lack of communication or a lack of like consistent communication and I guess Mm -hmm. maybe if you peel back the layers on that maybe insecurity is in there like a lack of communication how like it caused you to feel insecure or well from their perspective I was a poor communicator oh okay so 
well, maybe they felt insecure about the lack of communication and felt like X, Y, and Z could be happening out here and they would never know or they don't mm. know what's going on in our relationship. But from my perspective, insecurity didn't cause us to... The communication from my, like, seeing it from my perspective now, or hindsight, there you go. Communication for me was like, okay, they did something to me that I didn't like, not necessarily on purpose, or a situation happened that I didn't like. And instead of, instead of just speaking on it right then and there, I was, I had a bad habit of like holding things in and creating answers and scenarios in my own head. I was having conversations with myself versus having conversations with that person. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then responding and reacting off of those conversations. So like I said, underneath the communication issue, mm -hmm. it might have been an, it, an insecure thing within myself as to like, oh, I, I don't know if I'll like the answer that they're going to give. Oh, or yeah. it might have secret accountability because I might come to you and say something and then you're going to make me try to be accountable for something that I did. Because, mm. you know, I've dated people who were very tit for tat. So insecurity may have been laced throughout it. Yeah. But communication was the reason that was given. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I'm also kind of a more black and white person. So if you don't tell me that you're, or that insecurity is the reason, but it really is, I might not have picked up on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, it sounds like you did a good job of like picking out the insecurity because that's like textbook, literally, definition of insecurity. Just not mm. feeling secure or assured, not feeling secure in the knowledge that if you were to communicate, it would be okay. Right. And I guess okay. I like that phrasing better to not like it better because it just seems more palatable just because you're mm -hmm. right. Like insecure has this like connotation of something negative and that yeah. it's something that you need to work on because it's a you thing versus mm -hmm. feeling not secured in your relationship right. for whatever reason. And that, yeah. that, that feeling of not secure can be because of the relationship itself or the person you're with itself. It can also be because of something that has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. The, the phrasing, oh, you're so insecure is like almost like bashing somebody for, right. having, for having a feeling when that feeling could very well be coming from you as the person that is accusing them of being insecure. It's like, well, what if they're insecure because you be doing too much or you don't do enough you know what right. i mean so yeah well it's uh, a fine line to walk very yeah very i think recognizing your your feelings and being able being in a space where you can actually communicate them is really important and i don't feel like a lot of people are have that privilege i guess mm -hmm. to, speak, to be in that position to be able to do that i have been in a lot of relationships uh, okay whole lot of them bitches yeah uh bitches as in relationships i'm calling the relationships bitches not the women bitches but anyways okay um you know people be sensitive oh. i don't care <laughs> i call everyone if i want to call you a bitch or a hoe and i love you to death i'm still gonna call you a bitch or a hoe I do too, on but you know people air. be sensitive but okay. I have, yeah, i've been in a lot of relationships and like i've had one where I can honestly say, like, insecurity ravaged the hell out of it. 
Hello. Yeah, and like, it was like my last relationship before I really just started doing the work in relationships, you know, like doing the work, um, looking at myself and saying, hey, what can I be doing better in this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like a lot of things that could have been done differently. But this relationship, I would say for maybe like the first nine, eight or nine months straight, Mm-hmm. It was every every week, and this was also one of the first relationships where I was. So it was like the last relationship before I was like, "All right, bitch, there are some situations where you might be the issue." So I understand it looks like it's them, but let's figure out why they feel that way. This was right before I started doing that, right? But this is also right after I said, "You know what? I'm tired of being a hoe. I'm tired of doing dumb shit." So it kind of sucked, but anyways with it being like my first relationship where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of playing. I'm done playing. You know, it was a little painful because like I said, like the first eight or nine months of that relationship was accusations, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, why are you talking to this person on Twitter? Or, oh, or why do you still have your ex's phone number saved in your phone? Or, you know, are you fucking your ex or whatever, whatever. And it was like every week we were having these same fights, you know? Mm -hmm. And I will say it was so infuriating and frustrating to actually be doing the right thing and then be constantly accused of doing the wrong thing. But I also feel like in that situation, there were things that I could have done. Like firstly, instead of getting pissed off at this person or completely, you know, writing them off sometimes and disappearing sometimes because I couldn't handle the accusations. Instead of doing that, maybe just simply saying, hey, so what is it that causes your brain to go here? Is there something, you know what I mean? I guess there's something Mm -hmm. I could be doing differently. Did I word something the wrong way this week that has you, your mind going back there? You know, we were friends for a very long time before we got in a relationship and meaning she knew all my dirt Mm -hmm. firsthand, had experienced it, seen it in her face, giving me advice, told me when I was being a dumbass. You know what I mean? Like had seen all of my dirt. So it never occurred to me to just be like, hey, is there something that I can do to make you feel my love more, yeah that, that yes exactly that oh. uh make you feel more secure uh assure you that i am in this so instead i was just fighting to defend myself when what i should have been doing was kind of turning more inward as far as looking at the situation from the inside and also trying to gain more insight on like what she may have been going through mentally you know Okay. That, but that's like the only, because it, eventually it got to the point, I think we went a good uh, few months maybe where there were no incidents. And that was just because we were fighting so much that it was just like, don't accuse me of shit no more. I can't do it. You do it one more time. Like I can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we had gotten to a pretty okay place. And then somebody got in their head And once again, instead of addressing the situation calmly and like trying to take care of her feelings in that situation, Mm -hmm. when she brought it to me, I said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm done. And ended it. 
So that, so I will say in that one, insecurity completely ravished it. And I know that insecurity was, I would say at the very least, a good 40% of the fact that she knew me and who I was before we got in that relationship and that I probably wasn't doing anything to make her feel better about this relationship being different. And I think the rest may have been, you know, some things that she was unable to let go on her end. What do you, what do in your mind makes, what's making someone see that this relationship is different? I don't know. You know, I, I, that's not something that I thought about then. The only thing (laughs) that I said was, you know, to myself, I was saying, I'm here, you know, I'm here. I am a hundred percent in this relationship. I am doing everything that I can or that I feel like needs to be done uh, in order to love her properly. So I didn't see that there was anything that I, that I could have done, you know, and that's where talking to her would have come in. That's where saying, Hey, what would make you feel better? Because honestly, when she brought it to me, it felt almost like a betrayal because we had been so close. And it's like, Bitch, at this point, if I was going to be cheating on you every week, I'm just going to let you go about your business because we didn't have to get in this relationship. We were damn good friends beforehand. You know what I mean? So it was like, uh-huh. in my mind, it was like common sense. Like, girl, I'm not doing nothing. But so so when she came at me, it was always like, I don't really care what you think. This is what it is. You know, it was always like such defensiveness. I was, I was balling up my fists when I should have been like opening my arms. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what I could have done. That's differently. true. Yeah. I don't know what I could have done differently. And I also didn't ask huh. And she wasn't the type. Not, I'm not even gonna say she wasn't the type. I'm not sure if she knew the relationship was safe enough to just tell me. Right. Definitely. I'm trying to think. I am. Um, <laughs> as like I said, as being on the other end of that, I'm trying to think like what that person could have done to make me feel more secure mm-hmm. so that I could communicate better. I think number one that as far as a me thing, mm-hmm. I I had to learn and and still continue to work on speaking up. I can't fall number one. I can't wait for somebody to make me feel good in a relationship to you know be able to speak on. If I don't feel secure in this relationship, I need to say something, whether yeah. I I you know am scared of the reaction or not. Mm-hmm. But as far as the like what they could have done. It kind of reminds me of this metaphor I heard once where it was like, you know, two people are arguing mm-hmm. and one person like just came from outside and the other and it had been raining outside. So they're all wet and they come in and now they're arguing oh, with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like instead of like arguing with them, get them a towel, dry them off, make them feel like, tap into their need first and mm-hmm. then you can have a discussion about what is the 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 argument or the debate like what do we need to talk about yeah so that's maybe the best example I could give because I, I you know uh-huh. I feel like it's situational of course yeah um but working on loving that person in that moment the way that they like to be loved and then we can have it like don't just let it die down but then we can have a discussion about what it is that we need to have a discussion about 
but now they are in a much better space to have this discussion with you mm-hmm. does that make sense I guess and then as far as like insecurity for myself like in relationship mm-hmm. I'm trying to think no I'm not perfect I have had and I have a I've I've said this multiple times but I'm in my head a lot you know for my creative side it's great for writing for like directing for anything that I'm like putting together it's awesome because I can Mm -hmm. I have a clear vision in my head and I can just you know translate that out but when it comes to like relationships whether it's friendships or uh, non-platonic relationships it's much harder because I get so into my head and I get so like, oh, well, this is A, this is B. And in a real life conversation, we would be able to talk about, you know, C through Z. But mm-hmm. in my head, if I, I because I, I withdraw, then I get to pee all by myself. And then when I finally do bring it up to you, you're like, wait how did we get to p because last i checked <laughs> the last thing we talked about was b so yeah i have to i i tend to take i try to take more accountability for the the craziness in my own head and stop assuming that a person is out to get me or is out to hurt me intentionally with like yeah. maliciousness you know and that's almost never the case almost ne- for those of y'all that are you know resonate with that it's it's Mm -hmm. almost never the case how you feel or how you have created in your head to feel you're you're basing it off of your own emotions really you're caught up in the feeling of being hurt and you're not really at a place to logic it out yeah let me ruminate on it some more anyway what's your next (laughs) question (laughs) uh I don't really have any more I don't think I I, my view on so many things has changed so drastically the past uh-huh. uh year or so and I just I don't know insecurity was one of those things that I always took personally you know uh-huh. I, and and I took it personally in such a way that it caused me to feel the need to defend myself call that reflexes from when I used to cheat all the time I don't fucking know uh-huh. but framing it in a way like this is just another fucking feeling and when you're in a relationship with someone you should be safe to feel your fucking feelings you know? right and insecurity is one of those feelings that you should be safe to feel because no matter what the reason whether it's something you made up in your head right or it's a reaction to something that was said or done that the feeling is valid you know and, uh-huh. and it's it's being in a space where you can bring up the feeling be reassured that the feeling is valid, get to the bottom of the feeling and and get to the point where it's like, okay, I understand the situation a little more. What made me feel that way? Either I understand that it was something that may have come up in my head, or I understand that there was an area here that I was a little shaky on and I'm good now. You know what I mean? Like if right. we made more space for feelings in relationships, I don't know. Things would be okay. They would be better. But yeah, yeah. They would be a bigger part oh, to the okay. ultimate puzzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I looked up some common signs of insecurities in relationships. So, okay, okay. you know, if you're, Ooh. you know, I love a list. First and research foremost. over me, search. 
but yeah, if you don't quite know maybe what the insecurity in your own relationship looks like, maybe this would be a good parameter for you to set. So signs of insecurity in a relationship. This is from TonyRobbins.com on a side note. So you can go out here and look at all this yourself because I'm not going to read all of it. Um, <laughs> it says you're jealous is the number one. You know, if you're constantly questioning your person's like true intentions you're spying you're like clingy or, or controlling of your like friendships and free time it says jealousy is very all-consuming and damaging to every relationship which is very interesting because I literally just listened to a podcast where they were talking about jealousy and one of the hosts was saying that they liked jealousy because it was a form of inspiration mm-hmm. and motivation for him and how he was like, how he could channel it into that, which I had never really thought about. But the other one, people kind of like, they they dragged him a little bit because, you know, it's not a positive thing at the end. It's kind of like insecurity. It's got a very negative connotation, but turning it into something that can be motivating was more so what I was taking away from it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you can do the same thing with insecurity. If you felt like you've done the same thing with insecurity or anyone out there, please, please let us know. Up next is you seek attention, which is kind of similar, I guess, to jealousy, um, like the need for like constant reassurance, the fear of like being alone and always having to do everything together. I have seen couples like this where they have a, like a significant need to cr- keep the drama in their relationships by like picking fights or like... Mm-hmm they have to do everything like together. Like, you know, if you see one, you see the other one kind of situation. And I never really, I guess, actually put the tagline of insecure on that. So it's going to make me look at it now with a different lens. (laughs) Um, You argue constantly. So, you know, everyone argues. It's healthy to argue. Um, It's not saying that you don't need to argue, but there's like productive arguing And then there's unhealthy arguing, which they're saying like stems from a lack of trust and a fear that true communication will cause your partner to leave you. Um, I need to know what the opposite of that is because that was me. Because (laughs) (laughs) I don't, (laughs) well, I'm not necessarily one to be arguing all the time Mm -hmm. because I'd be real over that. That's energy draining. Um, But I do I did have or maybe I still do kind of have a fear that true communication will mm. cause people to leave me but it's yeah. not surrounded in arguing so I was like what what's the opposite of that and then you've noticed negative effects it says it's another one like feeling insecure in your relationship doesn't just affect you of course it affects the overall relationship as well as your partner so if you're having like unhealthy arguments and your communication is breaking down you can see it sometimes building like resentment and anger in your partner as well when maybe you thought initially it was just you. So it can have a negative effect, negative effect on both parties in the situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a couple more. I'm not going to read the whole thing, like I said. Okay, so they do actually have tips about how to overcome insecurity in your relationships. So I'll let that go ahead and segue into our self-care tip of the day. Um, Did you want to start it off 
No, go ahead. Since you're already in the article, you can go ahead. Okay. So their suggestions helping you deal with insecurity. This is not a clean slate type situation where you're just automatically going to stop being insecure. (laughs) Start with self-love. Says the core of most insecurity in a relationship is a lack of self-love. So first of all, trusting in the foundation of any relationship, working on that, but you have to work on your love, your self-love and identify and overcome your limiting beliefs and learn to interrupt negative patterns of self-talk. That was something I definitely had to work on. I feel like (laughs) negative self-talk is a killer for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Next is learn to communicate effectively. Communication is such a huge thing in almost every aspect of your life and to really discover how to stop being insecure in a relationship the best thing that you can do is effectively communicate with your partner how does your partner communicate what's their like communication style you can talk things over like repeatedly but unless you're truly connecting with your partner on their level it will be very challenging to resolve any lingering issues so yeah, and people do have communication styles and much like like the love languages or the, what was the other one we did? The, the apologies. You can go out there and research different kinds of communication styles and see which one you lean towards more, which one they lean towards more. And it might be a good stepping stone in communicating better. Another one they had was balance your polarity like every relationship in their opinion has a um, a, fem- a feminine and a masculine uh, and isn't necessarily aligned to that gen- or certain gender, but there's a more feminine and a more masculine energy within each person. And the concept of them aligning is polarity. So if you're feeling insecure, it might be because y'all are off balance and it causes um, maybe the insecure, the masculine and the feminine are you know, being a little wacky right now. So how can you restore that and banish insecurity is something that you have to look at and look into how your roles may have changed over time and how that's affecting you, which was something I didn't even cross my mind, honestly. Mm -hmm. They also say, act like you're a new couple. You know, dating in the beginning is very like electrifying and, and, you know, everything is exciting and new. So that need to feel like physically close to them like whenever possible might be something that you need to reach out for again this because you know maybe the spark has faded a little bit Mm -hmm. and insecurities can develop off of that so giving them that effort again can you know bring that little passion back to your relationship also which I really liked this one is create new stories um basically saying that mistakes are made even in the best relationships, but really sustainable relationships are the ones that leave those mistakes in the past. So no matter what an argument or the situation was, if you're not deciding to move forward as a couple and create a new story and you're insisting on staying in that old story, then no, insecurity can definitely fester and and grow there so just it's really about shifting your mindset and accepting your partner and the then the decisions y'all make together to move past things and baby forgetting (laughs) and forgiving (laughs) is not my ministry okay it's really not my ministry um but in the long run what I've learned is that 
it's never it's it's only harming me more yeah. than anyone else so yeah they have a couple more out here but like i said you can definitely go to tonyrobbins.com and specifically under their insecurity article it's another it's in a relationship guide but it's about insecurity you can read the rest of it and see if anything else speaks to you do you have any personal um self-care that's coming straight from mac Personal self-care coming straight from Mac would be that if you have identified that you're feeling insecure in your relationship or you feel like maybe your partner is a little insecure and, and you know, you've recognized that, talk about it. Don't just, don't just let it fester. Don't just let it be this thing that only goes on in your head and y'all really, y'all start arguing about the trash when it's really about- <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever the bigger problem is, I feel like every situation I've ever been in, every situation I've ever watched on television, every movie I've ever seen, every book I've ever read, the problem could always have been, if not fixed, it could have been made lesser or mm -hmm. it could have been better understood if yeah. communication had been there. So I don't think that in a relationship, there's nothing more important. I'm I'm gonna say that, you know, fight mm -hmm. your grandmother if you want to, but communication <laughs> is number one. Mm -hmm. Number one. Every good relationship that I have ever seen, myself included, but mostly like with my friends and stuff, from the outside looking in, I'm always like, oh dog, their relationship is so good. Like they're like, mm, they're gonna make it. And they break up and then they tell me why they break up. It was communication. Mm -hmm. It was communication. I don't care if the actual reason was something different, like, oh, they yeah. cheated or this, that, and the third. All of that could have been prevented from communication. Right. Yeah. So communicate, please. <laughs> well, my self-care tip, as usual, you know, love yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think this episode's version of loving yourself would likely come in the form of existing. I feel like often we feel these things and they're immediately followed by shame because we shouldn't quote unquote be feeling these things just let yourself fucking feel it if you're insecure let yourself feel it because if you don't then you'll start acting on it so I think you know let yourself feel it and in the feeling a lot of times you'll figure out why you feel that way and then like Max said have a conversation have a conversation and I think uh, Mac pointed out something huge, which is a lot of times we don't have the conversation because we're afraid of how the other person is going to take it. And I'm here to let you know that the day that you express your feelings to someone in a healthy way um, and they don't receive it well or they leave you feeling like shit is the day you know to walk away mm -hmm. so respect your feelings they are valid <laughs> let them run their course just don't do dumb shit stay out of people's phones stay out of people's fucking find my friends <laughs> like don't don't be crazy just just feel it you know that's all i got very true Mac on the moon. Oh, why are you going so fast? I was not ready. Now, normally you'd be like looking at me like, all right, bitch, come on, let's go. Where is it? 
this time, I wanted to make sure you didn't have to ask me for it. You're welcome. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, okay, guys, this new moon in uh, March is going to be March 21st. And look at us getting these episodes together before, way before they're due. So I didn't realize it was that far away. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to be busy the closer we got to that date anyway. Excellent. So Wonderful. this works out well. So the new moon this month will be in Aries. Pluto will transition into Aquarius around March 23rd. And then Mars will be in Cancer around March 25th. So let's break down what all that means for you. So this is the first new moon of the astrological year because Aries is the beginning of the astrological uh, calendar. So all this energy is going to be like a huge cosmic green light to start um, something you've always wanted to get it off the ground, but didn't necessarily have like the willpower or like the energy or maybe even the courage to get it started. So because it's the first new moon of the first sign. So it's like, there's a lot of like, let's go and get it done energy kind of out there. Mm-hmm. So guys, you know, I love a good project. You know, I love hearing about anything that you've got going on. So go ahead make these dreams into realities. I know last time I was telling you hold back a little bit, maybe plan it out, but not necessarily start it. Start it now. This is where we're saying start it now. Do that shit. Uh, <laughs> so Aries, um, so the new moon in Aries um, comes with a sense of, you know, overly competitiveness and a drive to con- succeed. I don't know why I'm having trouble with the words today. Um, combined with the new moon energy, it's inspiration to explore wants and needs, but also, you know, it's a good time to put yourself first in like a fully selfish way, but a very necessary way. Yes. Okay. Ooh, so <laughs> Pluto, Pluto being an Aquarius. So Pluto is associated with like regeneration and depth and power, you know, power dynamics. Um, Pluto is also one of those planets that you feel more as like a collective or a societal level, which, but it can still influence like a personal life as well. Uh, side note, I don't know if anyone else in this, I found this out while I was doing this uh, research for today, but Pluto was in Scorpio from November, 1983 to November, 1995, which means that every millennial pretty much of the time was born with that Pluto placement in Scorpio and Pluto rules or co-rules Scorpio, which means that it's like extra powerful and extra prominent Mm -hmm. uh, as far as like, not only it being in the, uh, being in a house that it rules, but it's big into like social justice and stuff. So I was like, Look at that. Look at that just being a whole generational thing for us, okay? (laughs) And it won't be in Scorpio again for another like 250 years. So that is like super rare. And I don't know, it just made me feel proud as a generation that the ones that are out here doing the work are the ones that with the the Pluto placement. Mm -hmm. All right. So right now though, it's going to be in Aquarius, which is going to channel you to seek connections with more more like, like-minded people and your appreciation of community spaces and social justice will get a boost. So you're really going to feel it around the 23rd, which is when it's all going to go down. Also, Mars now is associated mostly with negative stuff, but there's also 
it is also responsible for what brings you like passion and what fuels your determination. So Mars really symbolizes like a leader at the front lines of conflict. Okay. So Mars being in cancer may trigger you to have like fierce loyalty and protectiveness over your loved ones. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, keep it out there as an insight. Should you feel that kind of way towards the end of the month? Maybe check yourself, maybe don't. Maybe this is a good time to feel that way. <laughs> um, and it can help you maintain your motivation and dealing with passive aggressive people will also be a struggle. I am not good with passive aggressive people. I am blunt. Mm -hmm. I am direct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you saying mm-hmm or mm-mm? I'm saying mm-mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm instigating. I'm not gotcha, I'm not confirming gotcha. or denying. That's fine. <laughs> um but yeah, I me and passive aggressive, we don't get along. So, if that if it's bringing more passive aggressive people into my orbit at the end of the month and then y'all hear about a young black woman that was arrested for mm -hmm. uh beating some the bricks off somebody, then you know what happened. Mm. Um but for y'all who, you know, might also struggle with passive aggressive people, it's here's a forewarning for you. Okay. It's coming down the pipeline. So like I am, um, I try to say every episode, I don't know if I'll always remember, take all this with a grain of salt. Okay. Number one, this is a collective uh, astrological reading. This is not necessarily just for your individual purpose. Please read your individual zodiac your astrology that way don't be hitting me up talking about oh my gosh this happened and you didn't say it was gonna happen girl <laughs> i don't know you personally okay get it together has anyone um, ever hit you up like that we'll talk about it later oh damn um but yeah so please do your own research research over me search as v said earlier and I hope that you resonated with something in this and I hope it helps you in the future, guys. But this has been Mac on the Moon. Mac on the Moon. Song suggestions, song selections. I'm you. I got to write my rap. I'm going to use the next couple of weeks to write my rap. Okay. Yeah. You said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. out there now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got the beginning already. You take a pin and you put it in the song. <laughs> okay. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'm going to go first. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go first. So my list is an insecure sandwich, right? Okay. Meaning the first and last song are both type of insecure. So the first uh, song, Insecure by Jasmine Sullivan. I have that one. I figured you might uh it was it was right there right there yeah it was okay oh. <laughs> uh the second song is games by kamau um Kamal. yeah wow, wow. which is you know it's a little misogynistic but we're gonna let him rock saying that all girls play all girls do is play games uh but games are how oh, everybody does to play games subjective right exactly um a lot of people think that things are games when they're just people getting played them and you not talking or you know getting played um <laughs> oh my what, god you're not speaking to me are you mad at me no ho, i'm just over here existing right right i just i just had a lot to do yeah um 
More Than Enough by Alina Baraz, which is, you know, a, a big song of reassurance. Um, okay. Uh, Worthy by Jacob Banks, which is a big song of self-reassurance. Uh, and I love anything Jacob Banks, so I'll, I'll try and sneak him in wherever I can. Um, <laughs> Where Did I Go uh, by... <laughs> By Georgia Smith. <laughs> I'm not going to call her Horha this week. Thank you. Um, anyways. Horha. Oh um, which is, I think, I, I translated it as a a feeling of being insecure, but taking that feeling completely inward to where you're kind of, you're kind of lost. Um, reassure me by... Uh, Charlotte Jane, uh, which you know is what it I'm is familiar. what it says. Oh, it's a really pretty song. Like you should listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, "Run Me Dry" by Bryson Tiller, okay. uh, because you know, communicate with people. Don't exhaust them by doing crazy things because you're feeling insecure. Uh, let's see. "Tell Me" by Sabrina Claudio, which I think a little information always helps uh ward off insecurity and last but not least insecure by brent Fias, mm. which is him telling someone how he feels and begging for them to not think that he's insecure you know he actually is he's just actually communicating which is right <laughs> yeah yeah the communication cheesy so i did like two separate categories mm-hmm. one was like actual like insecurity about your relationship and then the other one was more like insecurity about yourself okay um so for the insecurity about yourself uh this is one I thought of on my own like it was don't let me get me by oh, I uh, love that song. oh yeah. wait never mind <laughs> what song were you thinking of girl Tell me how my brain disappeared. Um, I was thinking about uh, um, Don't Let Me Down by, oh God. Oh, she was in a group, but she went on her own and, and she's fucking amazing. I can't think of her name now. Uh, okay. Anyways, but yeah, go ahead. Got you. Um, got some uh, Pretty Hurts by Beyonce. Uh, excellent. Mm-hmm. Also in the pretty category, I have unpretty, but TLC. Got it. And then soap by uh Melanie Martinez. I don't think I've heard that one. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Melanie Martinez. I'll have to check that out. It's got a very uh unique sound, and I feel like a lot of the type things that she sings about mm-hmm. are, you know, more than just I'm in love with a boy, I'm in love with a girl, you know. She gets heavy. Okay. Okay, so for like insecurity in your relationships, I did um, only because I feel like recently she's been in my rotation. No, let's let me stop the lies. <laughs> Just because I listened to her a little while ago, so it was like okay, she's fresh in my head. Yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore by SZA. Okay, and then I also of course had Insecure by Jasmine and Bryson. Um. I this one might be a hot take, but I did read the alarm by okay. Beyonce. Okay, it fits. And, 
yeah and then i also did um another hot take the boy is mine by monica and brandy and then last but not least i did jealous by nick jonas is it nick jonas (laughs) yeah okay okay the joe bros okay both of us all over the place i love it per use <laughs> well guys this is season three episode eight of case of the x podcast somebody Thank asked me the other day if we were on 100 <laughs> episodes yet no i was like no i don't think so no i think we're at like 80 i'll, I'll count one yeah day. not today oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you guys for rocking with us for this long and this far and this hard and this wide. Mac, uh, oh, actually, wait, skirt, skirt, Mac it up. Oh. If you have any questions, concerns, uh, show <laughs> suggestions, things you would like show us to talk about, things you would, things you would like us to talk about, things you would like us never to talk about again. Uh, Ooh, that was yeah, new. If you have any stories, you know, you want to share, if you, hey, if you want to get on here and talk to us both, um, just, you know, give us a holler. Uh-huh. We are, we are Case of the X Pod on Twitter, Case of the X Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to shoot straight to the heart. Boom, 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 boom. I need to get some sound effects. You sound. really do. Because you, <laughs> <laughs> you want one sound effect so bad. Damn, we are only at 46 episodes. I thought you just said you weren't going to count. <laughs> I didn't count. It's on our page. Oh, okay. Anyways, Anyways uh, if you want to shoot straight to the heart. Okay, we're almost halfway. Look at the ADHD. I can't even think straight. <laughs> um if you want to shoot straight to the heart, we are Case of the X podcast at gmail.kizom. I'm working on my radio voice. I can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as usual, guys, Mac likes you. I love you. We will see you on the next go round. Mm-hmm. See y'all in April. Holla at your girl. Holla at a player when you see me see on the street. street. Holla at a player. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Wonderful. Bye, guys. Bye.